quarter to three There's no one in the place Except you and me they were a great uh, couple for dancing, actually. They, if you saw, like, you know, um, a big event or, you know, swing bands or um, wedding occasions and, you know, people got out on the dance floor, they certainly knew how to dance. They were actually delightful to watch. Well, he, he loves everything. He, he played little bits of classical. He was pretty well self-taught on the piano. Uh, excellent at boogie-woogie and a fabulous sense of rhythm and a good sense of humour. Mum, she's a very able person, um, a very, you know, a, a very, I suppose she, she could think things out. Or she was able to talk directly, uh, good organisational skills. I mean, we were a family of seven, I'm the eldest of seven. You know, uh, it was hats off to her, it was a busy household. But they were a good, great pair, they worked well together, building a home and building a business. I was very lucky, you know, uh, I, I've two wonderful brothers, one immediately next to me in the family, Mark, he's a doctor, uh, and then four great sisters. I'm, ju I'm just very lucky. Uh, Raphael, Gareth, Adrienne and Miriam, um, they're all married. And then Stephen at the end of the family, he's also a doctor and his wife, um, the two of them run a general practice down in Enniskerry. Um, Mum and Dad, they came from large families as well, or good sized Irish families. Uh, so, and Mum's uh, father, my granddad, Ado Carton, he on the, on her side, uh, an amazing character. I mean, he taught all twenty six grandchildren how to drive cars over a period of God knows how many years. I was the eldest grandchild on that side. You'd never know it. But buddy, I'm a kind of I think it, it, it sort of combines two fabulous things. One, Leonard Cohen's lyrics of that song are magical. It's a, po it's a poem, really, and the lyrics and the, the phrasing and just the, the movement of the words and the ideas are just exquisite. And Madeleine Peru has a wonderful sense of rhythm and a voice that's so creamy. Susan in a nightclub on Leeson Street actually I was uh, doing a bit of catch up on trying to get the final accountancy exams and was doing um, a nighttime course after work you know lectures and stuff like that and uh, one of the lads who was with me on the, in that class said let's go and have a pint so we went down to Larry Murphy's and had a pint and then up to um, uh, Bojangles Club to just peer in in the late in the later in the early hours of the morning, probably twelve o'clock. And anyway, Susan was there with a few friends who she taught with. Uh, they were she was a teacher in, in a school in in Kalini and um, anyway, struck up conversation. It was unusual because uh, you know I offered her a lift home and then went out to discover the car had been stolen, a second-hand car. <laughs> so I said that puts uh, that puts a stop on that offer. So anyway, we got a taxi and uh, she, uh, we, we 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 struck up uh, a great 
friendship and she's been a wonderful uh, wife and um, mother to the children, but she's she's my best pal. Susan's got her own, uh, very much her own um, persona and personality and it's lovely, it's delightful. I mean, people, uh, without exception, of all ages, take a natural shine to her. She's she's just a lovely, she's like a little gem, you know, and uh, uh, she's as sparkly as her eyes are. But anyway, as you say, 33 years later, you know, it's, you know, when you look at the numbers, you say, "Wow, that's a, that, you know, that's a long time." But in in terms of experience, it's it's only a moment, you know. She knows how to keep me on in check too, because you know I can go wandering off. <laughs> well, it's, I think it opened me up. I probably was a bit sort of you know stiff and starchy in a way, and you know, ner- I was probably nervous of life too. You know that sort of. Yeah, your heart in your mouth when you try new things. Uh, t- at times, fearful, and you know, fear is not a good emotion to have. Or, I mean, Susan would have been good at just helping me to not to be uh, as hesitantly nervous about things, and yet at the same time, where I might be a bit stubborn or or obstinate about things, to let go, to loosen up, to just to be a little bit more flexible. I would say, you know, uh, savour every moment, um, uh, enjoy the fun times, work hard, be kind, because life's short. And that's if we can help one another in this world, no matter where we are, uh, you know, whether it's the country we've grown up in or the country that we're visiting or the country that we're working in or the country that we're going to set down new routes in. Don't be afraid to open conversations. You know, you never know where they lead. Work hard. Have your targets. If they don't work out, try again. Don't don't necessarily try and be orthodox. Doesn't mean you've got to be radical or revolutionary. But certainly, uh, go out and have adventure. It's one life we get. If we can leave everybody feeling a little bit better after the meeting than what than we felt before, that's not a bad day's work. What a wonderful world I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself What a wonderful world The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. much more than I never knew and I think to myself what a wonderful world yes I think to myself 
what a wonderful 